When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? End of the day. Welcome so what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that how you feel today, Sam? So yeah. what? You know what? Fuck it. So what? You're feeling like a renegade. Mm. Uh, I'm good. At well, just, um, you know, days, days, weeks, months, they're all going to fling shit at you, mate. There's no yeah. getting away from it. Big yeah. shit, little shit, there'll be some shit on every day of your life, right? Even okay. if you're Jay Humphrey. And actually, you just got to say, so what? And the other important thing to remember is, you can't legislate for it. There's nothing you no. can do. Lots of people are anxious, aren't they? Because they think, if I just do this, this and this, that'll incubate mm. me from any of life's shit. Like, yeah. i.e., you might think, if I can just do that bit of admin... Or if I can just earn that extra bit of money, or if I can just do this for my kids, or whatever it is in your life that's going on, mm. you think uh, then I will I will create a wall around myself. But you won't, mate. Right. That's the, not the shit's case. coming for us all. So the, the only the floorboards. It's coming. It'll find a way. It's like water, right? <laughs> it finds a way, and therefore the only thing you can do is resolve that. You know, it's not. What is it? It's not how often you get knocked down. It's how often you get back up again. And I like mean John that. Wamba said. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't really like that song. So now I'm... <laughs> no, but they were making a statement. I get knocked down by the other Bit boastful. Bit boastful. Yeah. You it? weren't ever going to keep me down, they said. Yeah. Well, don't put, get put too them, ahead of yourselves. Put them in a room. Put them in a room with giant hairstacks and see if they're still saying that at the <laughs> end. <laughs> Fucking right. See, that, in many ways, I think that they were not helpful to anyone with that song. Not just because I found it to be a cacophony, right? But also the spirit of it, right? Is <laughs> it like, was awful, wasn't it? They're, they're going around fucking claiming, yeah, well, you don't need to... It's bad for people. It's like, yeah, I get knocked down. Doesn't bother me, though, because I just get back up, right? It was actually it. not everyone... Did. That's got strong Jake Humphrey vibes to it, which I think is unhelpful we'll, to people. We'll, we'll come on to Jake Humphrey a bit later. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a bit like you don't matter me. It's a bit Andrew Tate, Chumbawamba. Right, it's a bit like, yeah. hey, nothing knocks me back because I'm a superhuman. It's like it would be better if you go. Sometimes you get knocked down, and sometimes it can be very hard to get back up again. But just be patient, yeah. and eventually you'll find a way. Right, that's well, more helpful, Andy, than going. I get knocked down, but I get knocked up again. I'm gonna throw a bucket of ice at John Prescott. Fucking wankers. Fucking tell I'm a bunch of knobs, mate. Well, we haven't heard much from them recently, have we? I don't Good. know where they are now. Um, so what you're saying is, get back to the beginning of that, um, if you, you do things for people or you do things for your kids and stuff, it helps you think you're creating that wall. What you're saying is don't do anything for anybody ever. Do the best you can every day. 
Do the oh, best you can every day, but don't like beat yourself up and don't think that anything's going to stop some problem emerging because there'll right. be something waiting for you. You're constantly being tested by God? Yep. Question mark. I don't. That's not for me to say, Andy. Mm-hmm. Whether it's God or the universe, the cosmos, or who knows, fucking Skeletor. It could be anyone pulling the strings. Or Jake Humphrey. Is it Jake Humphrey or Jake Humphreys? Is it singular Mm, or plural? I'm not sure. I think you spell it Jake and then Humphreys, H-U-M-P, and then the word freeze, (laughs) F-R-E-E-Z-E. That's like his hip-hop name. I'm just looking at Humphrey. Humphrey. He's um, he's leaving BT Sport. His job is stepping of, uh, away football. from his role. Oh, was that, that the official, the official line? He's I think it, it had that role. strong sort of don't yeah. be under any because you, you remember last year he got biffed off of I think he got biffed off of he got he was what was he doing I think he got biffed off Champions League. Or Saturdays, I can't remember, one of the two. He, he does Saturdays, I think, still. Well, and of course, now, cause... everyone was relishing that and going, ah, Humphrey, you can't. <laughs> because <laughs> if you go around being as boastful as he is, then there will be people out there like us. No, I don't think we're waiting to see him fail. I'm not. In fact, if anything... I want to see what he does next. Yeah, I'm fascinated by him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't... We talk about him quite a lot. But I don't. I wouldn't say I hate him. I don't know him. If I met him, he'd probably be charming. I don't know. But we're intrigued by him. I'm is, intrigued, is by, a, but he's a fascinating character, isn't he? And he's very much of his time because this whole ethos, yeah. the whole get up at four, do everything, be amazing, eat like, raw eggs, incubate yourself against society, shit, the Humphrey way, right, and all of this. That's so. <laughs> Grow of its your own time. potatoes. It yeah. It makes the sort of whole. Thatcher era that we grew up in, right, where people said, oh, it was all about work hard, play hard, be your best, individualism. It makes that look positively fucking hippie-ish and like a a, a hippie socialist fucking Eden by comparison. Because who was the equivalent of fucking Humphrey in those... Well, it was Noel, wasn't it? But Noel... it probably was. Even back in his heyday, Noel was not fucking going, get up at 5am and drink a raw egg. Grow your own herbs. Eat the herbs. <laughs> Eat them in some... Stir them in Shit ice water. Stir, get your cress. Because in those days, that cress was the only herb that anyone grew at home. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Get your cress that you've Easy grown in an eggshell. On a cotton pad. On a cotton pad in an eggshell. You've drawn a face on the eggshell. And the cress becomes its hair, of course. Eat the cress. Now, once the hair gets too long, shave its hair. Shave your, shave your egg man's hair. Put it in a liquidizer with some ice and drink what? Drink the produce. And then later shit it out and examine this shit and think about what you've done. And then go and type up your plan. <laughs> type up five. Cosmically order on your typewriter. On your typewriter. Five achievements that you will achieve today. It's exactly what he said on uh, the Late Late Breakfast Show each week at the beginning. Uh, but Jay Comfrey has uh, stepped away. Um, I mean, it's kind of like I used to work in a DVD shop briefly in 2005. Mm. Oh, I know. And uh, I, I, I stepped away from that. Well. Uh, after they decided I've that they wanted just, me to step away from listen, that. Listen, the manager of that DVD store is not here. And so 
I feel as if it is incumbent upon me because he's not having his right to reply to mm. just say there that wasn't the way he tells the story. No, and I'm we have re- we've reached out to him. I don't know if he knows, but I have reached out to him on a number of occasions <laughs> and invited him onto the show. But only for legal reasons, Andy. I'm on of your course. side, but I don't we want have to, to ex- abide by the, the podcasting cord, don't we? Yeah, I don't want to expose us to possible libel action, right? So, just following the basic t- rules of journalism, it's the mm. right to reply. I've offered him right to reply several times. He has declined or just not responded, right? So maybe but, maybe or, or, your message is in that 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 weird subsection of Facebook messages from from people you don't know. Oh yeah, it's hard to I access could, that you never I see. I can never find those. Um, but once in a while, like maybe once every two years, I work out a way to access them. And sometimes yeah. there's a right good backlog of absolute nutters and weirdos <laughs> who have written, let's say, things. <laughs> things in inverted commas. <laughs> things about you. <laughs> I got some hate mail um, last week, no actually. Way. Yeah, I got no some way. hate I got some hate mail from someone and, you know, I'll protect their identity, obviously, because I think they were troubled. It's not someone I know. But I was on Six Music uh, and I was talking about, you know, sobriety and how I got sober. And I used the term willpower at one point. Now, in the AA community, willpower is verboten as a term because... right. I mean, I won't go into it, but, you know, it's they, they feel that it suggests that anyone with a drink problem just... Ha- if willpower's the problem, then that means anyone with a drink problem lacks willpower, and that's an unfair depiction of what addiction is like. I won't go right. further than that, but that that is... A, I think I'm being fair in reflecting what people in AA think. It sounds now, like a technicality. To me. It's a t- I got I got done on a technicality, mate. That's exactly right. I was done on VAR. The response I got to the thing I did on Chris Hawkins' show was overwhelmingly positive, but this was one message that came to me, and she was not happy. And she was not happy because I had used the term willpower. And she was fuming. She described it as, she went, I've just heard you use the term willpower on Six mm. Music. This is at 7 a.m., by the way. And I am, and she said, this was the opening line. She said, and I am currently fuming. And I must admit that I thought this is a powerful opening sentence. You know me, I'm like you. I don't, I I kind of don't read a lot of unsolicited messages because who's got the time? But that was a, that was a powerful opener, Andy. And I thought, right, I'm going to continue reading. This sounds interesting. What's she fuming about? Uh, Well, she went right into it. And, you know, whatever, I think she might be a bit troubled. And I, di- I actually right. didn't respond because it was, it was, you know, it was, some of it was quite hurtful. But she did write, and don't question my willpower. I've had a successful career. She went, I mean, of course, I hadn't questioned her willpower or anyone else's, Andy. I just said, I, in the early days of not drinking, it took a bit of willpower because... Those are the days in the first week or two where you actually do keep fancying a drink just in the way that if you give up sugar, which I do from time to time, you fa- mm. give up fucking anything that you're used to regularly. You fancy it. Yeah, you fancy it a bit. And when you fancy it, sometimes put aside all of the deep inner growth that you're focusing on. It's just a matter of must not have that thing. We've all been there, right? Yeah. Um, 
And so I wasn't questioning her. She went, don't question my willpower, mate. She went, I've had a successful career. I've got a lovely <laughs> family. And get this. And I don't think this gives away her identity, but I just thought it was a line. I thought Andy would enjoy this line in this in- insane email. She said, <laughs> and I married a rock star. So... <laughs> And, is this Mrs. Humphrey? Uh, no. And then I, I looked her up, and sure enough, she is married to a, a rock star. I'd say rock star after a fashion. But no, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I think you could describe her husband as a rock star. But then I thought well, to myself, well, you're saying don't question my willpower. I married a rock star. And I thought, well, what, how does willpower come into that? I suppose if you think I about it, it might I don't do. understand. Like, but, but, hey, yeah, my willpower is second to none. After all, I married a rock star. You can't do that without willpower, let me tell you. I willed it. I willed it. that marriage into being. Yeah, exactly. Did she cosmic order it first? She Allah must have done that. Mm. Oh, manifesting's a thing around at the minute. I keep seeing people talking about manifesting oh, yeah. stuff. What's that again? Well, I had, a, I had a relative tell me quite casually when we were in the Isle of Wight last year. The Isle of Wight, somewhere I go to avoid this sort of bullshit. By the way, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's got I, ice cream and coining. Isle of Wight is very much a no-nonsense atmosphere that I go to to reset my demons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I go there to escape nonsense. So I'm there. Mm. All I want is me ice cream and me coining. And suddenly, a relative who I have, who I love very much and have the utmost respect for, but she did say, "I said, oh, did you drive down today? Sometimes you drive down beach, sometimes you walk by." She goes, "Yeah," and I go, "How did you find a parking space?" It's very hard. She went. Oh, I manifested it. And I went, ha ha, yeah. But then I saw she <laughs> won't fucking... Very funny. She, she weren't smiling, mate. And I was like, oh, oh right, sorry. Uh, sorry, I laughed. Uh, you man- she went, yeah, I, I'm into that now. So I just manifested it. <laughs> I was just like, all right, fine. I'm just going to go get myself some chips. All the best. <laughs> yeah, I fancy a toasty. Is it lunchtime yet? 11.30. All right, we'll call it brunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, manifest us up some <laughs> chips to go with this toasty, I'll, will ya? I was going to say, do I need to manifest it or is it just on the menu? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's on the menu. No problem. Save yourself, save yourself a manifest token. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I could, I'll tell you what, if you manifest it, you can save me £3.50. I could t- spend that on the coins later instead. <laughs> Win myself one of them rubber llamas they've got in there at the moment. I'll just add it. I'll be hands out. You manifest it in there. All right. We'll give it, <laughs> we'll give it 10 minutes because I know it's not easy. No, I'd say to her, don't come manifesting around the coins. Don't come manif- doing your manifesting up at the arcade because you'll ruin the fun. The moment you start manifesting prizes, then what's the point? There's no exactly. jeopardy. Yeah. I don't want you. I don't want you anywhere near the arcade if you're doing any of your manifesting stuff because it'll ruin it for everyone, whatever they're playing. They, they, I think more and more of the arcades now have got signs on the door when you go no in. No No sand on your shoes. Yeah. Uh, no, no kids under 10, no manifesting. No manifesting. Absolutely yeah. right. Because it can ruin... It's like I say, I go to Isle of Wight for the simple life and the simple pleasures, Andy. And I don't want people... You know, I'm, you know, I don't think you or I are really engaged in this whole, like, contrived culture wars thing. We're not really interested and we're generally pro-progress. But there are places where I do want to protect our way of life, right? <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is the arcades, right? Up, the up, arcades, up in the yeah. Isle of Wight. And yeah. it, this whole manifesting thing threatens our way of life. Yeah. I mean, when we, we were younger, 
and we uh, saw the uh, the one arm bandit go out of fashion, mm. where you had to pull the arm down oh, at the side of the machine, yeah. and the the push button system came in. And as we've talked about before, we like pushing buttons. Yeah, I don't know if we have. I don't know if that episode's gone out yet. I don't think it has because we pre-recorded some last week. Mm. But there's a very strong Melchester episode coming up. Um, Mainly focused on buttons. Next week, I think, which has no Melchester content whatsoever, but there's a lot of content about pressing buttons, <laughs> touch screens. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're pro-button, but we like to be able to feel the button that we're pressing. But anyway, that was our same progress. The one-armed bandit, I still still love to... The, the one at Seabird that I go to, there are mm. still some where you can pull the arm mm. down and, the, and the, the dials were... And it's two pence a game, oh. and I think the top prize you can win is twenty pence, which is I think is, is how gambling. Uh, mate, my un- um, I can't believe I've not told you this. My uncle Paul had a one arm bandit in his fucking oh. house, right? Yeah, and it was a uh, he'd got it because he'd got it just as like a what would you call it a curiosity? A um, I'm going to eBay right now. What do you call that? You put things in your house just because they look nice. Ornaments, right? A curio. Yeah, is it, a curio? it was a curio slash ornament. I'm not sure what that means, but it, yeah. And he'd got it, and it was a really cool one. It looked like American. It was sort of chrome, you know, and it was really old school, like proper, like old yeah. images of cherries and dollars and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but it didn't really work. I mean, it worked, but you couldn't put money in it, and it wouldn't pay out, right? But what did work, Andy, was the fucking lever. Bear in mind, this was when I was at primary school. I mean, mm-hmm. six years old, round my uncle's house, right? It was a great house for a number of reasons. He, he had a few quid, so he had a big garden, and it was a, you know, it was a good house to go to. And I would just go this in. This is a good house. My dad would take me round there. It was his brother. And him and his brother would go, all right, and they'd go and sit in the kitchen and have an argument about something. And I wouldn't give a fuck. Because I would be in the front room just going, bang, 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 (laughs) bang, on the one-armed bandit for like two hours until it was time to go. Right, we're going now. Great. Cheers. Thanks, Uncle Paul. This has been the greatest day of my year. Yeah. I'm not even sure if the the things. Do you know what? I'm going to get in touch with him today and ask him some questions about his one arm bandit. For instance, where is it now? Could I have it? I heard that he had that he was a bit ill, and I know this sounds exploitative. Oh. <laughs> it's his will up to deal. I've heard rumours on the family grapevine. He's a bit poorly, not life threatening, but he's a bit poorly. So I could ring up under the guise of checking in, just checking in, Uncle Paul. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're a bit, a bit poorly. Yeah, listen, you remember that one our bad that you used to have at your old rig? What's, is that still kicking around somewhere in the storage? Because I don't mind taking it off your hands if it's taking up a lot of room. What were you, Paulie? You probably can't be <laughs> doing much on the old one our bad these days. I've got myself a bit of modular. It looked lovely in there. <laughs> I'll just be taking care of it oh, until you. I'll, I'll take care of it until you're better. I'm sure you'll get better soon, but in the meantime, you can't be ma- you can't be maintaining an, an antique one arm bandit. Not in your condition; it's too much stress. I'll keep it all nice and clean. I'll polish up the metal for you. It look lovely when you get it back one day. If you do, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to. I'm only thinking of you and your Ralph, Uncle Paul. Yeah, it was fucking great. How much are they going Four, for, mate? Four hundred and fifty quid. This one. It's called Celebrity. And it's, you get two pulls for five pence. Mm. And uh, the picture on the front is of um, a couple of people on racehorses. Mm. Uh, there's a bag of money 
tied at the top with a dollar sign on the front, mm. uh, a, a racing car, uh, a top hat, some gloves and a dancing cane, um, a bottle of bubbly in an ice bucket, some glasses of champagne, a leggy lady, Whoa. and some greyhounds and another bag of money with a pound sign on the front. Celebrity, it's called. Whoa. Love it. What a life. Seems to be in full working order as well. Mm, 450 quid, yeah? That's probably about what I'll make from these three live shows we're going to do this week. Well, there you go, I then. could reinvest that money. Straight into... reinvest it. Yeah. Where's this cunt based, then? Where are you? Where's this cunt Where you based? <laughs> Can't find it. Hello, oh, cunt. And you still got yeah. that one on bandit. What do you mean, who is it? That doesn't matter. We'll get on to that. Never mind that cunt. <laughs> Listen, all that matters is you're a cunt and I want your one-armed bandit. Now let's talk turkey. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Talking of turkeys, my, any, any listeners who've got um, kids in the UK who are 16 will know that they're going through the rather stressful experience of mm. uh, their child navigating their way through GCSEs at the moment. It's, yeah. it's not easy. I feel for my daughter a huge amount. I've talked about it before. And in the morning, if I've got time, I'm very often offering her a lift to school because I think I yeah. can take the dog. There's a, there's a park that I like to walk the dog in near her school. Mm. I, don't, I like to mix up the walking locations with the dog. You know, like I wake up in the morning, I think of a, a different sort of park or area that I could take the dog to that day, just just to keep yeah. it interesting, yeah. And so I go, look, I'll, t- I'll take I'll take you. But then sometimes when I get to the school, I sit and she's waiting to meet her mates and we sit for a while and maybe if she's feeling up to it, she's got these flashcards and I'll like test her on a few before the exam. But sometimes she's not and she's just so stressed that she doesn't want to think about it, talk about it. So this morning what I thought I'd do is, is that I'd start telling her some, like, pitching her some scenarios that could happen in her exam room and asking her... It was like a game of would you rather, like, how would you react? 
So I said, okay, mm. you got chemistry this morning. You know my, you know my daughter's got this turkey phobia, right? That I've told you about. Yeah. I it's, said, okay. Yeah. I, I said to her, I said a, a, a useful way, and this is true, a useful way of dealing with stress and anxiety is asking yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen, right? Realistically, what's the worst scenario? And then asking, then really thinking about what do you know about yourself from past experiences about how you would cope with that, how you would deal with it, right? And very often that takes the edge off your fears and anxieties because you think of the absolute worst thing and then you ask yourself, if that happens, will I be able to deal with it? The answer is usually yeah, but only if you keep it rational. So she said, I said, you know, like the worst thing is what you go in there, the questions are much hard than, harder than you anticipated and you blank a bit. I said, but, you know, just answer, put anything down, answer them as best you can. You know, you walk out, you forget about it, it's another exam tomorrow. And she said, but what about if it's something worse? I can think of something much worse than that. And I said, you have to be rational. And then I went, I mean, it could be that a turkey farmer is passing the school in a truck full of live turkeys, <laughs> but he, he's distracted by something, maybe a squirrel in the world, in the road, and he veers away and he hits a tree and the back doors of the of the truck open and about Shit. 500 turkeys escape and they go straight into your school and into the examination hall and they are running riot around the examination hall. They're causing mayhem. But the invigilator announces through their loudspeaker that they have, no one react. If anyone reacts, <laughs> keep on doing your chemistry exam. If anyone reacts in any way to these turkeys, it is an automatic fail in this and all of your other GCSEs. I repeat, if you react to these turkeys, you'll be failed in everything. I said, you know, that would be a bad scenario. How could you cope with that? And uh, she said, you're actually making me want to cry. I'm going to go now. Yeah, that seems worse. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But I felt that by creating that scenario, it would make her feel more appreciative for the fact that that's very, I mean, what are the odds of that actually happening, Andy? Yeah. They're remote. It's not It's not like, yeah, just manifesting yourself a car park space, which is fairly easy and fairly... Yeah, like you can't manifest... Um, likely to happen. Yeah. You know, You're gonna a, a truckload a, of turkeys in your escape. chemistry GCSE. No, no. But you, you tried, I think. I tried to help to her. Better. Tried to help her put things in perspective. Did it backfire? And the lesson is that God, sometimes you can't always make things better. Sometimes it, it's very easy to make things a lot worse. Yes. So but, sometimes, if in doubt, say now. Something if, that, then, that's something that again, I could learn do, from. If you do get knocked down and you get back up again, yeah. and they, they're never going to keep you down, wherever they Fuck. are. Well, um, you, uh, Chumbawamba, where, you're still down, I think. Yeah, they were. They would probably say not. They would probably say they've stepped away from the pop charts um, voluntarily. <laughs> I heard they were work, just, They were working with Jake Humphrey on a new project. I was just going to say Jake Humphrey's debut single is going to be Tub Thumping cover version, but it'll be better. <laughs> yeah. There's an interview with him in the Telegraph. I think a couple of people sent a little clip from it. From the, I think it was from the tweet, and it's got a picture of his face looking very pleased with himself. Pretty smug. And. Yeah, and the quote is, my dream is that it's on the national curriculum. Yeah. And every kid in every class in the country does an hour of high performance every week. 
fuck's sake. <laughs> We're trying to like you, Jake. We're trying to give you the benefit you know, of the doubt the on this podcast. The reverse is actually true. What they don't teach you in schools is about rest, right? They don't teach you about that. And I, I've said this before. You go in school, they'll tell you, oh, the government say you've got to eat at least five pieces of fruit and veg a day. If not, what? You're going to fucking die, right? But that's mm. what they say. And it's just an extra stress on top of all the flossing and the revision, right? There's so many things. If you followed every piece of advice that powerful institutions give us, well, you, you wouldn't have enough hours in the day. You wouldn't have time to take a shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and so all it, but what they don't tell you, right? And by the way, I've got theories that I'm sure you can guess and I'm sure you share on why this whole five pieces of fruit and veg a day is being fucking punted so hard by the government, i.e. <laughs> big fruit, big veg, lobbying. Okay. Right? Yeah. But the government will never tell a kid it's important to get some rest. The schools will never tell you, right, let's have a lesson on balance and about how whenever you're working, it's just as important, if not more important, to take care of yourself, Right? Let's have lessons in the just rest ethos because they yeah. don't tell you that. And therefore, when you leave school and you go into your first job and what you seem to be told by everyone in that job and even your elders and betters in in life, in your family and stuff, they go, what you got to do is keep your head down and do fucking anything that they tell you to do. Never moan. Stay as late as you're expected to. Stay later, in fact, because then that will get you noticed. And um, that is the only way to thrive because it's a competitive world and you have to give that go that extra mile in every aspect of what you do. If not, you can't expect to succeed, mm. right? That is even, Whether that was said to you explicitly or not, that is an ethos that certainly our generation absorbed, right? Yeah. And people burn out or go mad, right? And get exhausted or have bad things happen to them or develop, you know, bad habits or whatever, because they're fucking, they live by that uh, credo, and no one's gone. Just rest. So yeah. rather than Jake Humphreys going to school, how about fucking Andy Dawson goes into school and tells what? people how? Yeah, yeah, you. It falls oh, upon God. you. You can go in and say, "Look, I'm a successful podcast entrepreneur, just like Jake Humphrey, but unlike him, I get up when I fucking want." Right, and here's <laughs> how it's done. <laughs> Can I just send a video in yeah. on the fact well, that, that I can't that would be, be asked? Yeah, that would be that would make more sense. In the in yeah. the same way that pop videos were made because groups then didn't can't, have to go around to turn doing appearances say, in, what, in Saturday Superstore. All the time. What time do I have to be yeah. out for that? Seven? <laughs> you must be fucking joking! I'll uh, make I'll a video. video. Yeah, send that in. Put that on for them. <laughs> fucking hell! Yeah. um... I'm I'm being stressed right now at this very moment, Sam, because yet again, the Liverpool um, live entertainment scene oh, no. is no. Um, my nemesis. Found one. Uh, we're is on it? on Thursday night at the Hope Street Theatre. There's still some tickets available. Mm. Not many though, so get get involved. The 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 venue want me to send in a risk assessment for our show. <laughs> All of these shows we've done since 2017, I've never, ever once been asked to submit a risk assessment. Cut and paste it, mate. What? You'll find what one. The... Fucking hell. There... I'll, just put... I'll just put, there is no risk. 
<laughs> Let me tell you, that, that would be that? very racy. When you work with us, the beauty of it is this is a zero risk arrangement. It can that's only go. When you work with us, it will always go perfectly. And that's my personal guarantee. What the fuck? Don't tell them about what? the geezer who threw a pint glass at us. Because if you're honest, you go, now, the thing is, we do act a bit cunty sometimes. And uh, if the audience have had a few beers, it will provoke them. It could be provocative. And that could lead to complete mayhem. We've seen it happen before. So all I'd say is make sure you're insured. Make sure you've got your Millwall insurance. We do, but I'm not sure if it covers your venue. It just covers us as individuals. And make sure you've got security there. There's, there's a what the fuck? There's there's a, a sample risk assessment document with fourteen points on it, and it's for a show called Burgers, ending in a Z. Oh no! And it's this stuff here about cooking meat on stage. What the fuck? This is nothing to do with anything we do. It's just it's just a pair of cunts talking shit for an hour and a half. Right, that on a stage, and maybe there'll be a couple of wigs. No, but wait, mate. No more than Remember, two. we are bringing back our um, magic routine that we forgot about on the last few shows, but we did yeah, last year. Yeah, let's just go too much into that. Don't, don't, don't no, spoil No, but us. I'm just saying but if you're will... using magic in a show, that does bring with it risks. You have to put that in the risk assessment, do you? Magic I mean, will happen. Have you seen the Doctor Strange movies? Have you seen Doctor Strange movies? No. Anything I saw can the happen. first one, but I can't remember anything about it. Anything can happen when you, when you toy with uh, unnatural forces. Like, what if we accidentally open a wormhole to another dimension? Are they insured yeah. for that? Probably not. What did you say? Well. A wormhole to another dimension. What do you mean? Like oh. Manchester? Oh, 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 a cosmic dimension. No, well, I'm sorry. We're, we're not really... Our insurance oh. isn't up to date on that sort of thing. Could you just not do we that, Ben? We, we had this trouble before with Russell Brand. Oh, he told him <laughs> he couldn't come back. <laughs> Although well, that's why we've never put that's why we couldn't have Doctor Strange here when Doctor Strange wanted to come and do his show. We said no because if you start opening wormholes here, there, and everywhere, we could lose some of our punters into another dimension, you know, oh, uh, like what happened to Ant Man uh, that time. And that's a disaster for us because we're going to lose out on bar takings for starters. I'm looking at this thing. This is insane. This isn't for us. <laughs> this is this. Insane. It's got a section for slips, trips, and falls. Well, we've got our slips, trips, I've and got, no falls. I'm, I'm thinking, when we, it's, am, it's amazing that we never have. I don't think I've fallen over Fuck once, me. and that, which is incredible because all of our shows over the years have been quite highly physical, haven't they? There's a high yeah. physical dimension yeah. to them. I think so. So, fucking hell! I just hope they got a bar open, like fucking unlike Sheffield. That's all we need. Oh yeah, or some chairs you put out, unlike bar. Sheffield, or microphones, unlike yeah. Sheffield. Yeah, you What's open the, name the of that bar. Kid who mugged us we'll around. Go on stage. I don't know. Hey mate, you can't, uh, you can't carry stuff like that around with you. Just, just, just uh, recently. No, it's not. You're right. Um... Just Reese, just uh, quickly. I'm I'm going to Prague for the Euro conference. You're going? Yeah, I'm going, mate. Of course, I'm going. Fuck. I I thought I thought there's no way I'm going. Not without a ticket. I learnt my lesson last year in Frankfurt, and then as soon as the gate, the semi final ended, 
my first response was, I'm going to Prague. And I immediately... I cannot be stopped. Book yeah. tickets to Prague. Well, I just thought to myself, when... when um, I think my daughter asked, why are you going to Prague? I said, the reason I'm going to Prague is because I am the best person in the world. That's why I'm the I'm best West Pro- Ham fan. I'm the best hammer. <laughs> no, I'm the best human. That's what I announced to everyone. I was like, I'm the best. Hu- wow. I'm, I've got, I booked tickets to Prague via Munich and I feel it's made me feel like the best man alive. Um, mm. And I think, mate, I'm going, I'm flying to Munich, staying the night there and then getting a six hour train to Prague. And I think I'm going to probably smoke some facts. Remember last year in Frankfurt, right, yeah. I started smoking uh, for you the did. first time in my life. And I thought, this is... Can you smoke on trains over there? In Europe, anything goes, as far as I understand it. Yeah, of course it does. You know what they're like, especially the Germans. They're so liberal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. You get a free packet of fags when you get on the train. Yes, of course. We are very... Of course, you go for your life. Smoke in a cigarette is no problem. If you want to sniff the Kunten sprinkle... Do the that too. <laughs> we are a friendly, welcoming company, uh, country, and we are deeply sorry for the upset we caused in the last century. <laughs> and uh, in response to that, we are happy for you to take the content sprinkle, smoke a cigarette, and do whatever you feel is right to feel groovy. Do you feel groovy, <laughs> Englisher? Yes, I do feel fucking groovy, mate. You're Thank right. Thank you very much. Thanks for asking. Then you go. Touch your body. Touch your body with everyone looking. Touch your body all night long on our sleeper train. It's a disco train if you like for your pleasure. You can have the, we have a discotheque cart up there. The cart after that is for sausages. If you eat the sausages, there are plenty to have. And a beer, I don't eat sausages and I don't drink beer. That's no problem. You can just dance all night and smoke and a cigarette. It's no problem. You do what you feel is right, but be careful. When we cross... The Czech border, the rules and the customs may change very rapidly. Very change, very different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, do you have access to a ticket then? Nah, but I've I've never in my life been. This is a twenty thousand stadium. Tickets are rare as rocking horse shit. I've yeah. never in my life been so shameless in right. requesting favours in in my attempt okay. to get a ticket. It's a million to one shot that I get it. But I have literally, I've been tapping up people who I haven't probably seen for like over five years. You know. Fucking hell. People with really vague connections. Not everyone's like that. I mean, some people, it's like a good, strong connection. I might get a ticket. Yeah. And some people are like, remember me, get us a ticket with the Conference League final, will you? Right. And some of them are just like, mate. Going to wander into talk sport and go around. Yeah. Asking people in there. Everywhere. Everyone. Everyone I know with any potential yeah. has been tapped up because you ju- I just decided I don't do this very often at all. Like, there's numerous matches and things that I've been to where if I'd asked, I could have got free tickets, but I've chosen yeah. not to because sometimes you feel embarrassed so you don't take piss. And so I've paid for numerous things over the years that I didn't have to because you always think, keep the favours, the big favours, in your back pocket for when you Until really need it. Like now. And it's yeah. for now. So I still think unlikely that I will get one, but the bids are in and more are going in today. And actually a couple <laughs> of counters have been helpful as well. Got in touch unsolicited to sort of try and, wow. and make an effort and um, we'll see what comes of that. So 
yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see. But either way, fuck that. I'm going to fucking Prague um, for some okay. cigarettes and some dancing. And some, and some body touching. And some body popping. Don't worry, i got an Airbnb <laughs> that's got a balcony. So if we win, I was oh. thinking I'll just go out on the balcony and start doing a body popping display. Where is this? This in Munich? No, Where this is in? It's Prague, but I'm going via oh, you've Munich. you've got somewhere in Prague. I've got someone staying in Prague. I've got someone staying wow, in Munich, that, that, but fucking Munich mm. is like, I've, I found the shittest hotel possible. I mean, right. you and I have stayed the in some... shit. Yeah, you and S- I have stayed S- in S- some shit hotels. But I was booking for three of us, right? There's three of us going. And my mates were very much like, I was pulling together the logistics and they were like, I said, look, we're going to get into Munich at like 10 p.m. Then we're going to go to sleep and then our train's at 7 a.m. Uh, right. So I'm going to put somewhere right next to the platform, basically. Mm. I said, how good a hotel, considering that's the context, do you want to get? Or should I say how shit? And the message overwhelmingly came back as, please find the shittest hotel you can find. The shitter, the better. Because <laughs> they're like sort of, I'd be willing to just sleep in the station with my rucksack as a pillow. So yeah. if we're going to have bed, just make sure it's shit. So I really worked hard online. Even when I found something shit, I was thinking, but could it be shitter? And I kept looking and kept looking. And I've literally <laughs> find Dash Hausen der Scheisen. <laughs> Einer star. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does TripAdvisor do a zero star option when you're doing the search. Minus Ina star. Hausen de Scheisen. Ah, welcome English. Yes, there well, is no you- door on your room. No, or on the toilet. If you need a Scheisen, you must do it in front of all of your other travellers. And you must look them all in the eye as you do it. <laughs> That's the Scheisen way. Mm. We will, well, we will you know come what? in the night and we will interfere with your body while you sleep. <laughs> that is good, yeah? Yeah, whatever, mate. For this price, it sounds fair enough. Fine. <laughs> I'll pay extra for that. <laughs> it will not I mean, be me. All, it, 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 will be, it will be my great-grandmother, Helga. <laughs> Fine. Is she a widow, is she? Sounds like one. I'll take my chances, mate. <laughs> what is it? Twenty euros a night. Do what you want. Brilliant. It sounds like it's gonna it's gonna lead to a lot of excellent content. There'll be some good content. There'll I might. Some, I mean, hang on. I'll get out there. I might even record a bit of content. I've got my new mobile mic, so I might record some content on the train yeah. or something like that. And yeah, then when we get to Prague, long. it's like it's a half decent Airbnb right in the centre. I managed to find, so it's not right. It's not too bad, and I I might be able to content record from there. Nice one, nice one. Um, we'll leave it there. We've just got some updates on the Prediction League. You got two points at the weekend. Uh, I got two points. Results bot got five points. So we're what going at the final weekend of the Premier League season, and I am four points ahead of Results bot. <gasps> this is really exciting. And don't Isn't we it? traditionally course, do every fixture on the last yes, day? Wow. We do. We do all ten fixtures. Wow, Shit. and there's some so big be... games as well. Actually, it's not. It's just Friday's relegation episode. now, really, isn't it? Like top four sorted. Fucking hell, yeah. So we'll do that in Friday's episode. Scary stuff. All right then. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope we'll see you face to face in Birmingham, Manchester, and Liverpool this week. We're really looking forward to it. It's gonna be Should great. Be loads of fun. Tickets still available for all the shows. 
And uh, thank you very much. And uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.